0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, crypto nerds of all ages. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling kind of thirsty. I might go for a drink it. How about you? We've got Michael here from Drinkets, the the Algorand NFT series around my favorite topic, beer. A good a good brew is brewing in, in your neighborhood, right? That
1: is true. Yeah, we got the Drinkets up and running now. So
0: I love it, Michael. Why don't you tell us a little about who you are and uh, and a little bit about Drinkets?
1: Great. So Drinkets, I believe, is the first beer based NFT on Algorand. Um, I am a beer writer for a long time now. I've been writing about beer for over 20 years, back before, you know, craft brewery was even a thing. We had microbreweries and imports were pretty much the only beers that you could find some flavor in. Yeah. So I wanted to take a way to transfer everything I had, all the knowledge, all the artwork uh, from print and move that into a digital metaverse world. So been a big fan of Algorand for a long time and thought what a better way is to create some NFTs based on my beer photography over those 20 years.
0: Yeah. Beer is, is amazing. The different um, the glassware is amazing. The different colors of beer is, are amazing. Um, and some of the artwork on uh, you know, the, the labels and packaging is also amazing. So there's a lot to see visually. Um, You know, you can capture it in in a photograph. How how did you get into this in the first place? Um,
1: Well, yeah, I just started writing about what, you know, right. Um, The the great things that were taught in college. I'm a creative writer by trade. Um, I do travel writing as well. Um, But after cutting my teeth in the newspaper industry for years, covering municipal meetings, getting bored out of my mind, no My half. wife, said to me, yeah, go back to write what you know. So yeah, beer writing was a thing, and um, started early with some local papers here. Got a regular column in, and you're right, the the visual aspect of beer is amazing. So the, I think that's what one of the cool things about drinkets is. You know, over these years, I've staged beers in different settings, or you know, I've taken them in their natural habitat, uh, yeah. as you would. So it creates a great range of images from, from glassware to styles to, to bottle labels to artwork like you were talking about. And that whole range is represented in drinkets, which are collectible, almost like a like a kind of a trading card of beers. Like they're built to make to share with your other algo friends, the algo fam and you know, hey, I have this beer, let's trade it for this beer. So we keep the price low on all of our commons so that they're easily accessible and tradable
0: on the platform. How many drinkets exist right now?
1: There are 96 right now. So that's um, each six pack is released. So each six pack has four commons and those are minted at five of fives. And then there's a rare, those are two of twos. And then there's a unique. So those are the six beers that are in a six pack. Right now we're releasing the first case of beers and it's going well. Uh, the first, I expected like the first six pack round to, you know, just kind of drizzle out, but we had to go through three different shuffles to satisfy the demand. People were really thirsty. Thirsty <laughs> for, for it. I
0: like it. Okay. Yeah. I like, I like how you dropped it. And they had to drizzle out too. So there's the, there's the... <laughs> hey, I'm a writer. I guess it comes from somewhere, right? <laughs> right. Okay. So essentially we've got, you know, Four four common beers. We got four light beers, four light lagers, and uh, you know w- w- when you say it's like a, you know uh, some more rare style beers. Are, are you keeping in theme, or you got like a pale ale in there, and then you got like a you know a coconut porter, or I mean, what do you? How do we differentiate?
1: Yeah, the styles range from everywhere. Even some of the commons are some uh, very unique beers. Um, what makes the drink its unique? Unique is that they were taken either in a very artistic or specific location, or that beer is not available anymore. Maybe even that brewery is not available. I have photographs of oh. brewers that have gone under and you can't find it. You can't drink it. And this is, you know, this picture of it is going to encapsulate them in time. So the the common and the rare and the unique is on the physical style, the artwork of the NFT itself. The beers yeah. range from everything. So so people who are looking for a course, they're gonna find a course light in there. But people that are no. who are looking for a microbrew they've never heard of, they're gonna be in there too.
0: Got it. Very interesting. Okay. Do you have a list of um, you know, uh, uh, photographs still to be made into NFTs? Do you still have uh, oh. more to go? Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. This is just the, the start of it. Um, wanted to kick it off with this first ninety six beers and ninety six beers on the wall and ninety six bottles of beer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wanted to kick it off with this and then see how it went and you know, progressed as it goes on. So yeah, I, I've got a backlog and you know, Like I said, I've been doing beer writing and photography for 20 years. So I've saved all these images over the years. Oh, and that's another cool thing about the uniques. Is, so later on as the uh, project progresses, I'm gonna take the hard data from the uniques and I'm actually gonna burn those images the the original images, the original photographs that I took will be gone from existence in the world.
0: Wow, so, we'll, so it's only in NFT form.
1: Only in NFT form will be the uniques, yeah.
0: Interesting, okay. Um, so does that mean that this person would have, do they have commercial rights to this? Are you, oh, yeah. It, yeah?
1: Absolutely, yeah. You have your NFT, it's your NFT. We are, we're, a, we're a big fan of things like that. You know, Crazy Goose Flock did yeah. the same thing. We're big fans of them as well so we love that that idea
0: and it seems like there's a a story these are photos that that you've personally taken right of each each one correct yeah every one i have taken yes do you include the story in some way shape or form of each photograph or maybe just the rares or something along those lines that'd be nice
1: yeah just the rares and the uniques will come with a specific um with a more detailed background when i reach out and talk to the owner um which is easy to do because there's only gonna be you know, a one rare and one unique in each six pack. So the community is very, is going to be able to be connected very easily with that. Um, all of the drinkets, every single one has been used in either a review or a story of some sort a, a, either a, like a brewery update, mm-hmm. um, they've all been used in real life. So, well, in real life, in print form, yeah. somewhere in the world.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so are these beers that, uh, I mean, it, when you say they are they were used in um, reviews, have you tried all 96 of these beers?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, what? Which one is your personal
1: favorite? Uh, my personal favorite drink or my personal favorite beer? Just beer. Oh my goodness. I'm a big Gosa fan. So. Oh, uh, I don't know this one. Yeah. So I've discovered the style Gosa a couple years back and uh Gosa's not to make a long story short. They come from an area in Germany where the river water had a high salinity. So they're creating these beers and they had this salty and fruity at the same time. Um, the beer almost went, extinct. the style was just not being replicated and you know, beer makers be beer makers and everybody wants to find the new thing and what's cool. They started to bring this style back, so I love the salty and I love the sweet. Uh, I just love how that beer is—you know, it's it's full of flavor and it's thirst quenching at the same time. So, a nice
0: contrast. Okay, excellent. Yeah. So, uh, have you started seeing people trade these? You know, in uh, like a Discord or Telegram. What? How do people interact with each other in, in your community?
1: Right, we have a Discord up and running, and we have our very first trade up. There's a guy who's looking okay. to. Trade one that he got on a double. Um, we released in shuffles just last week, two weeks ago. Um, so they're just getting out there now. They're getting snatched up. And we have our next shuffle is scheduled for the 3rd of June. So that'll probably put more into the market and then more people will be looking to trade those. But yeah, our Discord is is up and running and has all sorts of things to do
0: okay are there uh events tied into the community i could see like uh you know virtual tasting sessions or you know uh you know happy hour on your discord is probably a little different than happy hour on mine
1: yeah yeah that'd be awesome like uh like i said we're just getting started so ideas like that are incredible yeah we would love to do it i mean i'd love to do something where we'd have just a big party for all the drink us folks and just hey let's meet up and centralized location like chicago and share some drinks and some actual real beers
0: yeah but, yeah. I, yeah i bet you probably get uh you know buyers from all over the world you could probably find a few different spots there um yeah and but i mean i don't know discord especially coming out of the pandemic it seems like everybody who had any kind of uh you know an office uh party like the office uh remote zoom happy hour was almost like a, a chore but it would be fun with your group i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was there was a real backlash to that at the end of the whole pandemic. Yeah, yeah like right if on, I get
1: invited to one more darn Zoom happy hour, okay. Yeah, yeah, I right. actually did. A, I was actually participating in an online beer festival that was hosted um, in London, but it was worldwide. So they actually shipped you the beer, so you could oh. drink the beer as you were all comparing it online and stuff. So that was pretty cool. That that was one thing that was fun that came out of the
0: pandemic for sure. All right. So clearly you've got a strong background in, in beer and writing about beer and being being immersed in that world um, but that doesn't explain how you came to blockchain how, how did you how did you come to blockchain and how, how did you marry these two worlds? well yeah you know how
1: did I come to blockchain um, you know just keeping my eyes out for something that was new and interesting and you know, I learned about blockchain. And of course, you know, I did the whole thing, you know, get on the Coinbase, start looking around, finding what's out there. And then that's where I found Algo. Mm -hmm. And once I started doing the due diligence and learning more and more about Algorand, I was hooked. So and then I found your podcast too. I was like, all right, now I got everything I need to learn (laughs) as well. Awesome. Yeah. So um, once I learned about Algorand, and I started hearing people talking about you know, how easy it is to mint and how friendly the the online NFT community is. Mm -hmm. I just delved more into that. And as I started collecting NFTs on my own, I thought, you know, it would be a cool transition to take, you know, the print media world to another level, to the blockchain metaverse world and kind of try and marry the two together. So that's what Drankets is. It's it's taking that those two worlds and, and putting them together.
0: I like it. I could see you doing something like a beer of the month club. And, that would be cool. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure if um, uh, PayScript has subscription options yet, but I know they were working on it. But I, I, I believe that's the next phase is <laughs> NFTs that come on a monthly basis that are just sort of in, in the shuffle. But the shuffle is, is predetermined and, you know, they just get shipped what they get shipped. You know, you get two a month or a six pack a month or something like that. That would be oh, a okay. cool way to go. Yeah. Then you could, you could have, a, you know, then every month you've got, you know, the, the new batch that gets distributed. And for an NFT creator, that's a, that's a solid, you know, business platform, revenue platform. You don't have to worry about like these chunks of, of funds coming in. And you could say, okay, we're going to have a certain amount but it's gonna get distributed in this way and then your, your community will grow. Um, yeah, that's, that's great. They have like, in real life, they have beer
1: CSA. So it's a community support where oh, yeah. beer. And you know you could do it in
0: NFT CSA. That's an awesome idea, I like that. That would be cool. Um, and uh, so I, I, I dabbled in beer creation. Uh, okay. you know, home, home brewing, you know, I, I yeah. bought the carboy and the kids and, you know, I had the, the tree and I hung up all my Grolsch bottles upside down and got them all cleaned out. And every other batch was horrible though. I got to tell you.
1: So I did the same thing too. I tried twice and both beers were absolutely disgusting. And I said, you know what? This isn't for me. I'm just going to drink it and write about it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I made a terrible, terrible Sierra Nevada clone. It was awful. <laughs> uh, but the, hey, the, at least the, you
1: aimed high there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was trying. I was, yeah. I was going for some good stuff. Uh, we made it, we did make a coconut porter that turned out pretty good. Um, and it seems like every other batch was, was pretty good, but I could see where somebody would like to homebrew some NFTs, man. It would be cool if you could, uh, if you came up with a way to do, uh, you know, how like some of these generative things that, now you've, you've got photographs of, of real, of real, of real beer and real experiences, but at some point in time, if you could get, if you could merge, if you just get a, like a picture of the glass or different glassware and then a different colored liquids inside, and like somebody could make their own beer somehow, that might be a cool feature oh, too. I get it. Yes, yeah, like a virtual brew, like you could virtually brew your own drink. It. Yeah, oh, wow. like a virtual homebrew kit. I think that yeah. might be cool at some point in time for you. Look, I'm this just, I'm cool. just coming up with, uh, with crazy stuff for you because I think, like, I, I'm just genuinely interested. I'm, a, I'm a Guinness drinker myself. I love Guinness um, too. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a Guinness fan, and uh, so my my mother in law came, and she accidentally put my Guinness in the fridge. <laughs> out, but I like my Guinness room temperature. Yeah, you know, it's in, it's in a fairly cool area, but it's it's not it's not too hot. I'm out in Texas, but I, you know I just keep it in the pantry where it's you know just just slightly cooler than the air, and yep. uh, yeah. that's that's the way I I prefer it. Uh, yeah, as long as you get the cans with the widget, so you can get that yes. full. Yeah, 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 yeah absol- absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of different kinds of beer as well. And so, are there ways to, you know, do you have like a, an educational series that says, okay, here's, here's the, the cans with the nitro, and here's a, here's, here's yeah. a lambic ale, and educate some folks too? Because I would dig that. You know, somebody bought me this book, you know, 101 different beers or something. I haven't had time to read it. It was too long to read (laughs) it. I would much rather drink them and, you know, just talk story. And I would love if, like, if I got an NFT and then was able to go buy a similar style beer and then check on my NFT while drinking my beer. Oh, that would be friggin' fantastic.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea. Maybe come out with a style series and then just put a description. Because all that's covered throughout the years of my past, you know, writing columns and stuff. Like I, I would take, and it's like, okay, let's learn about IPAs today. Let's learn about, you know, Belgians today. Let's learn about triples. Yeah. Um, so, and eventually I would love to link all that kind of stuff up onto our discord. Right now I upload um, my current columns to the discord so people can read what's going on in my print world uh, as it is. That's that's just kind of a small portion, but I like the way to tie in more of a an educational knowledge
0: forming element. Yeah. Like that. You've you've probably got some you know relative newbies who are, are just like yeah I like beer, and you know great now now you get yeah. an NFT now learn a little bit more about it, and the more you learn about it, the more you enjoy it. Um, yeah, and then you want to then you then you understand what you're collecting. And you, yeah, might be- and it's it,
1: I gotta be I have to be all welcoming too, because there's people that are coming that with just a just a straight up beer domestic bud light background. And then I have yeah. people that I are mean, coming like, you know, they're they're pure Trappist drinkers only. So yeah. there's a, there's the whole gamut right now that we're, that we're bringing we together, which is kind of neat. I mean, that's the way the craft brewery uh, exploded to begin with. That scene yeah. is, is growing through communication like that.
0: Yeah. I love it. Okay. So, um, you had three different shuffles. I think I heard you say, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So how, how was that process, you know, uh, generating the NFTs, selling, um, the distribution, uh, walk me through that process. How how did it go for you?
1: So, so we're all minted. All 96 beers are minted and they're up on NFT Explorer. So people can check them out ahead of time, which Mm -hmm. I don't know. Some people like to, some people like to be surprised. Um, so the shuffles for the first case uh, were all commons. So people could go in and the very first one was limited to one buy. So you get one and then you have to wait and then see once they all sell out. Well, they all sold out so quickly and people wanted to get another one. So I opened up a uh, an unlimited. So then people came in and bought three, four five at a time. Hmm. And then I opened up another. Uh, limited by of just one, and those sold out all except for two, which I just went ahead and put them up on on a the market. Uh, they're okay. just waiting for somebody to, to snatch them up. Um,
0: That's cool. And so, uh, how many more do you want to produce? Now you see the there's a, a definite you know thirst for these things, as we said earlier.
1: Yeah. So um, they will all be coming out over the span of. Like this whole this 96 beers will be coming out over the span of the next year and a half. So we have a we'll have a fall release of case two. We can go over that. There is a roadmap up. I don't have it's it's on the Discord. Um, so spring 22 is where we're at now with the release of case one. So that's four six packs of NFTs. Um, those will be rolling out. And we have to go through all the rares and all the uniques now and uh, find ways that buyers are going to enjoy. So right now we have up on Discord, we have one of our rares up uh, Mm -hmm. where people can enter in and they will have the opportunity to buy one. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take the next one, because there's only two of those, Mm -hmm. uh, that will go up onto an auction onto a site um, who we haven't decided who we're exactly going to work with now
0: um excellent so uh feedback from the community have they have they said have they you know been vocal in the the direction of the project did you have a lot of fans ahead of time were these folks who were already in your discord who were you know championing your project or were these just folks who found you through the shuffle
1: uh it's it's kind of been both it's been more of you know our twitter followers you know, joining over on the Discord as well. Um, you know, it's it's been slow. We, we just, it's, it's kind of a casual project. So we're just kind of slowly rolling it out. It was an idea that I started working on, you know, December, January. So we've yeah. just been slowly rolling out the word and letting people know that we're here, you know, other than, you know, going out and buying advertising space, which we don't have the budget for or anything like
0: that. Right. um we're beer guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um yeah i think that uh, is a is a really cool idea um any any chance that uh at some point in time you would jump into the the brewing business you know open up a pub of your own or something <laughs> like that yeah um I, i've been asked
1: that quite a lot over the years actually and there's a there's an empty old bank right down in my hometown, and people just keep telling me, "Hey, you need to open a, a microbrewery there, <laughs> craft yeah. brewery." Uh,
0: yeah. I,
1: I don't know if that's my skill set more. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, like- it's
0: it's definitely different when you got to run like the business aspect of it, and you're not just asking somebody to uh, to to pour uh, pour a couple of brews for you. Um, yeah, exactly. But there, there's there's pros and cons for sure. Well, I think that the the project we first started communicating. It might have been in December, maybe it was January, huh? Okay. Um, yeah, it's been it's been four or five months at, at least, and so it's nice to see the the progress being made and you know this come to fruition. I remember when you, you, you first had that idea and you're like, here's what we're gonna do. And there's a lot of folks who have cool ideas, but not everybody executes them and and follows through. So cool. I was very pleased to see your your follow up message that said, hey, we actually did this. Here here we are. Go go check it out. Um, yeah. So I'm glad you, you hopped on the channel here. Uh, I'll make sure I share all of your socials here. And you said, as of the recording, there's still two six-packs available somewhere? There's
1: just two of the uh, comments from the first shuffle that are up on market. And uh, then our next shuffle, which will be a no-limit shuffle, uh, that is scheduled for June 3rd. And that's okay. going to be up on, on an instant shuffle. No limit. Buy as many as you want um and then that'll pretty much round out the first case we'll start talking about how we want to uh get that unique out there into some into one lucky person's hands so
0: all right well that sounds like an adventure uh i hope that people tune in and and you know go check out your discord i'll make sure i link it below like i said june 3rd they can go maybe if they're lucky right now and they move quickly they can go find two of those this video will yeah. probably post in about 24 hours from the time we're recording so we'll see yeah. and uh and and drink
1: drinkets are priced to be bought and shared. And so like I'm my goal is to always keep the common drinkets at at or below the cost of a beer you'd get at a bar. Oh that's so, awesome. Yeah, so shuffle right now is three algos. That's cheaper than a beer you're gonna That buy.
0: That is cheaper than a beer, <laughs> right? That, that's like uh, that's on uh, college special day or something right now. Yeah. You know, buck fifty roughly. Yeah. So there
1: are no PBRs in the no first night. But
0: right.
1: if there are PBR fans out there, I go get you one. That's for sure.
0: All right, Michael. Uh, if it was later in the day, I'm sure I would cheers you with a beer. But if, as of right now, I'm going to have to cheer you with my coffee. <laughs> yeah, I got right here too, bud. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for stopping by the channel. I hope everybody goes, check, checks out Drink It's. And uh, you're going to have to check it back with us, uh, I don't know, for happy hour someday. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody. So right.
1: See ya.